Welcome to Scrunchy Time. I'm Nicole Hegstead, your fertility advocate. After six years of infertility and three miscarriages, I decided that I needed to become the advocate for my own body. If you're exhausted from struggling to get pregnant and want to know more about how I can help, check out my website at www.nicolehegstead.com. And I'm Bridget May, your children's health expert. My son was born with a heart condition that led to three open heart surgeries, cath labs, a tracheostomy, and a ventilator. After being fed up with mixed opinions, I became my children's own advocate. If your child's health is lacking, then check out my website at www.bridgetmay.com to find out more how I can help. Put your hair up and pay attention while we discuss today's hottest topics concerning female hormones and healthy kiddos. We aren't silky. We aren't crunchy. We're We're scrunchy. Hello, and welcome back to Scrunchy Time. So today we have our good friend Hannah Fellows with us, and we're going to be talking about crystals, something that she's really gotten into and has introduced into Bridget's and my world, and it's been amazing and so much fun. It's like accessorizing. It's really cool. (laughs) Holistic accessorizing. Exactly. exactly. (laughs) So... If uh, if you're into crystals, you're going to love this episode. If you're not, you're going to end up loving this episode. <laughs> I can almost promise. Like, it's it's going to be fun. So, <laughs> Anna, I will let you take it away. Um, I know we are going to ask, we're going to start off with uh, basically what are crystals and how do they work and what's the deal with the crystals? <laughs> All right. Yeah. So crystals, if you are in any sort of a holistic or... Uh, dare I say, hippie type world, you will see the crystals used um, for many, many purposes. Um, And I, for one, was always kind of hesitant, didn't really put a lot of thought into them, and then saw some very trustworthy people talking about them and how they could be used, um, dare I say, biblically, (laughs) in in a Christian manner, which I was concerned about. So I started studying some more and realizing, wow, this is actually really cool. And they, you can view these crystals in several different ways, just like you can view basically anything, especially in a health or holistic type mindset. You can, um, you can view herbs very spiritually. You can view crystals very spiritually, or you can view them as God-given tools, um, and when I say spiritually, I mean not spiritually in a good way. I mean uh, you're worshiping the crystals instead of the one that created the crystals or the herbs or the whatever, um, or you can view them in a way that is very God-honoring, um, that recognizes that God put these beautiful creations on our earth for a purpose. They didn't just happen. He made them. And our journey has been figuring out what's his purpose. Why did he create them? Are they just pretty things to look at? Or is there some deeper meaning to these things or a deeper use? Um, like he, he, you know, he created chamomile. It's a beautiful flower. It also is incredibly calming, you know? So do we just appreciate the fact that it's a beautiful flower or do we look at the deeper meaning and look that it can be used to calm our nerves and help us sleep and, you know, many other things. So um, basically the uh, best analogy that I have been able to come up with in explaining the use of crystals um, is comparing them with essential oils. 
you can take a plant that is grown in the earth, you can extract the oil from it, and most people who are okay with, who, who use essential oils, they will put that on their body, they will diffuse it in the air, they will put it on a necklace, they will use that oil and expect to have, depending on what oil, an emotional or mental or physical response. They will expect that oil that they put on their wrists or their feet to make them feel happy when they're down. They will expect uh, that oil to give them courage. They will expect that oil to heal a headache, um, to soothe a sore throat, to soothe a stomach ache, to uh, it's so many, whatever you would use oils for, you would expect that from this plant that you harvested from the ground. When you're dealing with crystals, it's very similar. You have a stone, a crystal. Crystals are formed, they grow. You can grow crystals in a glass in your kitchen with, I forget, is it salt that does that? <laughs> um, so you have this stone, this crystal that is grown in the ground, probably right underneath the plant that you harvested the oil from, absorbing the same energies, absorbing the same things in the earth. Um, and you can take that, that crystal and it can have similar properties. It can help you feel happy. It can soothe your headache. It can soothe the stomach ache. It can give you courage. It can give you clarity. Um, many of the similar things that essential oils do for us. Essential oils vibrate at certain frequencies. Um, we have frequencies, we have vibrations in our bodies. We are made of energy. Everything is made of energy. Plants, rocks, dirt, everything we touch and use have energy. Things that lower our vibrational frequencies are things like negative emotions, things like electromagnetic frequencies from cell phones and computers and televisions, other people, negative toxic relationships, um, even so much as simply feeling, you know, sad, feeling, having someone say negative things to you, um, so many other things like that. And in the opposite, things that raise our vibrational frequency are things like using crystals, things like earthing, going outside, grounding yourself in the earth, um, reading inspirational quotes, being creative, deep breathing, music, essential oils. These are things all we can use to help raise our vibrational frequency that makes us feel happier and lighter and not so heavy and downtrodden. Um, so yeah, I, I fully believe that God created these crystals and man perverted their use. Man started worshiping the creation instead of the creator and forgot what they were used for. I like to think that in the Garden of Eden, God walked Adam around and told him, you know, that plant's good for that. How else would we know all these things that have been passed down from generation to generation? And at some point they got perverted and used for, you know, to worship, you know, falsely. And I like to think that in the beginning, God told Adam all of these things, uh, you know, this rock is good for this. This, this crystal is good for that. This herb is good for that you can make this into a tea and it's going to help you sleep or heal your stomach ache or anything like that because it had to come from somewhere and you know was it just years of trial and error of people eating poisonous things and 
<laughs> trying to figure out what was good or not. No, I think God had a, had a hand in that originally, and it was just passed down. You know, that wisdom was just passed down from generation to generation. So I, I truly believe that crystals fall into that um, for, for many, many reasons. Um, and when you, when you are able to take something that man has perverted and used wrongly and kind of reclaim that, for God, it's really incredible. Like, mm-hmm. even so much as you know, as simply as an herbal tea, <laughs> to to be able to praise God through that. You know, drinking your chamomile or peppermint tea or whatever it is you're doing, and being able to say thank you, God, for creating this. You know, where other people might be, you know, thanking Mother Nature for creating it or thanking, you know, worshiping the plant as they, you know, honoring the plant as they consume it or anything like that you know all those kind of like the things you hear when you talk to hippies about these things <laughs> and I am a self-proclaimed hippie and I still like use that term kind of loosely <laughs> we're Christian hippies we're Christian hippies <laughs> so yeah I mean it, one good example of something being um perverted and used wrongly um did you know that stage burning burning a sage smudging sage burning actually kills bacteria in your home like lots of bacteria for a long period of time but you only ever hear about it that it cleanses your home of negative of evil spirits that's the only thing you ever hear is that you burn sage to cleanse your home of negative and evil spirits you don't hear about the part that kills bacteria you and i were talking about that in that like if someone way back when I would have had a fever, right? And like been hallucinating because that's what we do when we get fevers. That would have been considered an evil spirit inhabiting their body. And if they burn sage, like it probably would have cured or, or you know, tempered that temperature and brought that them out of that hallucination to the point where they would have been like, oh, the sage got rid of the evil spirit, you know? Right. So I think we had talked about that a little bit and just like- Yeah, yeah, it's oh. amazing like, y- you know, the witch doctors and the people who didn't understand or people who weren't Christians and weren't understanding, you know, using these things in a God honoring way would try to explain it in a way that's like, well, you know, that's just an evil spirit or, well, this is just, you know, let's just worship this instead or whatever. Um, and just through time and the, the sins curse, it just keeps getting, worse and worse. And, you know, we're to a point now today where, you know, those that dare to say, you know what, no, God created this, I'm going to use it. We're, we're because we're still looked at as though we're taking part in something that everyone believes is a cultist or is a sinful thing mm-hmm. when it only became that because of what man has done to it. Man has taken everything beautiful that God has ever done and turned it into something bad. So you have a hard time taking that back, mm-hmm. but I think we're doing that. I think, you know, this is, that's the purpose of this podcast. That's the purpose of everything that I'm doing in my business to take back God's creation and use it the way it was meant to be used, the way I truly, truly believe it was meant to be used. So. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. 
I did want to just tack on to that too. Like I, I, I love what you said about the Garden of Eden because the theory behind that is um, um, artichokes. Like who in the world took an artichoke, boiled it for an hour and a half, peeled all the pokey leaves off, then scraped off the little fur underneath and ate the center and said, oh, that tastes really good. Like nobody <laughs> knew to do that. Nobody, nobody knows to do that. Right. Well, or even um, kumbacha. That's another one yes. that I always think like, oh, let's drink this muck water. Like, yes. Yes. <laughs> no, like, no, that's not how that happened. Yeah. Yeah. That could be true with of anything. Like you think of, you study an herb and each part, it differs from its, from each other. Mm -hmm. You know, you could have the same plant and the roots are good for something. The leaves are good for something. The flowers are good for something or one of the parts of the three isn't good for anything at all and you want to avoid it, you know? Yeah. Who who figured that out? How Rose. many people had to die before? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rose, before they figured got, that out. You got rose water from the rose petals, you got vitamin C from the rose hips, but you eat the leaves and they're poisonous. Right, mm -hmm. right. Yeah, no, I agree, I agree. Yeah, so, so how can we use crystals for ourselves? and what use do they give us? Um, oh, so many. It is, it is so vast. And uh, it's very hard to figure out, honestly, because you have to dig through a lot of years of uh, misinformation. You know, the only people who have been talking about the use of crystals and what they're good for and how they help are people who are not using them in a God-honoring way. So it takes a lot of reading different books and picking through multiple different sources um, and just trying to figure out, you know, there's one in particular um, that I've been mulling over a lot, um, Labradorite. If you read about it, a lot of what people say is that it is, it enhances your, they'll describe it as such, they'll, it enhances your spiritual awareness or your spiritual heightened blah, 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 blah. It will connect you with your higher power, things like that. And what I attempt to do is to take that description and go, okay, how, how would this be in my Christian life? Okay. Mm -hmm. Connect to higher power, spiritual life. I can translate that into, this could help me with prayer. This could help me with focus in prayer. This could help me with you know, feeling more worshipful and prayerful and being able to focus in that way. Um, so really just trying to take, dig through all the information that is out there and figure out what God would say about it and how to use it in a way that's honoring to him. Um, there's just so, so many wonderful uses um, you have rose quartz that is the stone of love and it, you, a lot of people will use it, uh, if they're having difficulty in a relationship or, um, toddlers are really great with rose quartz. <laughs> of course, toddlers need rose quartz. Um, <laughs> and, no frustration uh, or communication issues. No, there. yeah, no. <laughs> Um, it's really helpful for toddlers to, you know, be able to be not frustrated and open to 
that love and caring and to be more loving instead of frustrated with people. Um, new moms and babies find it very useful uh, for bonding and that forming that relationship uh, in, in breastfeeding and um, anything about that whole postpartum experience. Um, oh gosh, another favorite is uh, Tiger Eye very mentally grounding, very <laughs> Nicole's grinning. She loves her tiger eye. I'm going to show it to you. If you're, if yeah. you're watching this on YouTube. If you're YouTube, watching the video, this is Nicole's this is favorite. This is so pretty. And it has a hole so you can make it into a necklace, but I just like the hole. Yeah. <laughs> very mentally grounding. Um, brings a lot of clarity, brings a lot of focus. And it also is a blood purifier and an endocrine system supporter. Um, so there are always, there, there's usually a very emotional side to the crystal, um, and there is almost always a physical aspect as well, whether it's um, blood purifier or blood uh, supporter, or it's, you know, this is, uh, amethyst is incredible for migraines, um, and I have a really good firsthand story about amethyst. Amethyst is one of my favorites. It is a stone of um, great for anxiety, great for protection, um, just feeling, feeling protected. And if you're, if you're feeling nervous about a situation, amethyst is incredible for that and many other things. One of the best things is that it's good for is, um, for migraines and for even small headaches and things. And I've never had migraines like chronically or anything in my life. The last couple of years I've gotten one or two and they're so different from any headache I've ever gotten. You know, you get that, that ocular pain, that the whole like splitting down your head. And I've got a lot of holistic tools in my toolbox. And I had spent the entire day, I mean, my house was falling apart. My kid was starving. I was in such pain. Um, <laughs> not starving. He's three. He's always starving. Um, <laughs> uh, so I spent the whole entire day just like trying to get rid of this horrible head splitting seeing spots headache and I've done the tea I did CBD oil I did everything I could possibly think of to do and nighttime came and I finally was able to go to bed and I don't know why it took me all day to, to think to search what is good for what crystals are good for migraines and the number one result was amethyst. I was like, well, great. I have an amethyst. Took that little piece, probably no bigger than, you know, an inch in diameter or so. And I laid in bed and put it on my forehead, put it on the side of my temples, each side, just kept moving around. I'd let it sit for like five, 10 minutes and I'd move it, put it underneath my neck, moved it all around my head, put it on top. If I could, like I sat up and put it on the top just held it wherever I could put it. And within an hour, I was almost pain-free mm -hmm. and fell asleep peace peacefully, which I was really doubting was going to be possible that night. And I just was like, that, that was incredible. Mm -hmm. After an entire day of holistic remedies, I was two seconds away from taking a Tylenol. Like, it was that bad for me an hour with a crystal and my headache was gone mm -hmm. or almost gone. It was like well on its way to being gone. So I, I told you that I put them in my, I put it in my mouth 
Yes. When I get a headache and yes. it will actually stop the pain instantly. If I take it out, it'll come back. Right. So I have to keep it in there for like an hour, but after right. it's been in for an hour, yeah, it's completely mm -hmm. gone. And I've only had, cool. gosh, I've only had one headache in the last, I want to say nine months where I started doing that, that it didn't help. Like, and that mm -hmm. was because of other issues. I, I know yeah. why, I know why it didn't work, but, um, <laughs> Don't drink yeah. castor oil, um, <laughs> but everything else it worked on. So yeah, like they're, they're amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 So, but, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say our necklaces that we have. So there's amethyst on mine and I will find myself putting it in my mouth and I just hold it right there. And, you know, I'm just going about my day and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, this is why I'm doing this. Like, it's very yep. interesting. And I found myself drawn to other ones. Like I have, I have a rose quartz right here and, yep. and stuff too. So yeah, yep. it's yep. definitely real. Yep. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's just so many uses and so many different needs and um, basically any <clears throat> anything you could ever be struggling with emotionally, mentally, um, even physically there's, there's some crystal that can, if not cure, I don't want to say cure, but if not greatly help, even just a little bit help, like, and that's, that's honestly where I, where I've come to with this is like, it's such a simple thing. I put this necklace on and I don't think about it for the rest of the day, but I know I feel better. Mm -hmm. I know mm -hmm. I feel more grounded. I know I feel happier and more loving and it's just this really simple thing. And one thing that I love about that I heard um, uh, Melissa Urban, the author of the Whole30, she was talking, she loves her crystals. She's got loads of them. <laughs> she does, talks about them quite often. And one day she was talking about them and she said somebody had asked her if there was any science behind these crystals, if there was anything, any proof or any scientific proof about this. And I loved her response. All she said was, does there have to be? Mm. Does there have to be? And then she elaborated a little bit. You know, she's she's very good at putting things very succinctly. Um, she's like, if if it does nothing else but help you set an intention for the day, you look at your rose quartz and you are reminded to be loving. Isn't that enough? Yeah. Like, even if it doesn't do anything magical to your body, isn't it just enough to know and to have that intention for the day? And I was like, yes, that is enough. <laughs> yes, Melissa, that's enough. I totally agree that that is, and often, so often, that's, that's the biggest thing for me. Like, I will look at, uh, you know, petrified wood agate, which is wonderful for um, healing, moving on from, and, um, oh gosh, what is the word? M moving forward from their, uh, injustices done by family in the past, mm -hmm. family relations, even friends, even injustices in the past, um, which there's so much cool about that. I should mention, <laughs> I should talk about a petrified wood agate for a little bit. <laughs> But even even be having that near me, you know, knowing that I am not my past, knowing that you having that intention set in your mind of like, no, just because 
generations before me have struggled with a certain thing or they have done certain things or you know just because I come from a family long generations of family of alcoholics doesn't mean that I'm going to be that or that I have to be that or that I have to be ruled by addiction in my life simply because so many of my family and, and extended relatives have done the same thing so it just is like one of those progressional things it just makes you think about things and remember remember who you are in Christ and remember that you can move on and be better and do do better in your life and I don't know I just I love that so much um and petrified wood agate since I'm talking about it and I don't want to forget about that about that one I I loved petrified wood agate when I found it um and I realized that it you know its purpose that everyone knows about is to heal and move on from injustices in your family uh, and in your history and your past and I just thought how cool is that and and maybe this is only a leap of a leap of connection that I could make but you think about trees you think about wood wood has come from a tree you think of trees what do you think of you think of a family tree you think of your roots you think of where you've come from how cool is it that God took wood from a tree and petrified it so it's really old, you know that, and made a stone that helps you move on from injustices in your family tree. Mm-hmm. Like how cool, how cool is that connection that you could make with that? It's not just a cool crystal. <laughs> it's not just a, something nifty to look at. There's, don't tell me that there's not intelligent design in the making in in the forming of crystals and the uses of crystals because man can't think of that man could not make that connection (laughs) god that and that's all there's a lot you know there's a lot of symbolism like that like you've got the rose quartz that's pink and it is love and then you've got You've got white selenite that absorbs negative power, or not negative power, I'm sorry, negative energy, like negative, Mm -hmm. you know. And so, like, you think about it, like, it's it's making the area around it white, you know, like, it's it's cleansing. And, like, I don't know. And then you've got the black tourmaline that is, like, it's black, and it it repels negative energy, you know. And it's just, I don't know, it's just interesting, like, there is a symbology in it where, like you said, like, it, there is intelligent design. That didn't happen by accident, you know? Right, right, so, right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. And one more way that we can use, um, that I particularly use crystals, I know a lot of other people that do, do this as well, um, but when we, uh, we can use applied kinesiology to figure out what crystals are best for our specific needs or bodies um needs at the moment uh body requirements anything like that like we we are able to use muscle testing to figure that out um and i just always find it so cool every single time i get to test someone for what they need i could i could even know so little about what they've been through or what they're going through currently and i'll write it all down and you know, maybe they told me like, I'm struggling with this or I'm struggling with that. And I'll go through and okay, I'm, I'm going to test you for all these things. There's always something that pops up that 
I don't really, I didn't know they needed, like, I didn't know they were having an issue with, but they test for it. And then I send them to the description or they, you know, they find out what's in their necklace or anything. They're like, oh my gosh, like, that's so cool. I didn't know I was, I didn't know I needed that. Or I didn't know you knew about that. Or it's just always this really, really cool experience. And especially when I get to do that, it never fails too that the necklace or, or bracelet or whatever it is that I create for the person looks like their personality. Like mm -hmm. it, it fits them. It's incredible. Like it just looks like it was made exactly for them. And I don't choose the crystals based on their color. When I'm muscle testing for them, I don't choose them based on their color. I might choose a variation because it looks, you know, nicer or something, but I don't choose them based on their color. And yet it will turn out in this perfectly coordinated, beautiful piece that I just stare at. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, how did that happen? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't do that. I did. I, I did. I did that. Obviously, it didn't just happen. But <laughs> amazing. Just so so cool. Yeah, uh, and, yeah, and it is. And you've made several for me that I've given as gifts and done that. And every time you send me the picture, I look at it and go yes. Um, and then my friends or family who have worn them get so many compliments on them. Like that is so you. That's beautiful. It makes your, you know, even down to making their features pop like physically right. and right. complimenting. It's, it's, it's just so cool. It's been amazing. Yeah. Well, and like you made one for my husband, you know, like I, and most, most crystal necklaces are very light and bright and cheery, you know, and we had talked cause we were okay. both kind of nervous about a necklace for a man that would be like this. And like naturally all the stones come out dark, like very masculine, very, and he is not ashamed to wear it at all. He, he actually goes looking for it sometimes. Not every day, but he's right. So, you know, but right. he does like, that's huge for it's a man at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have found that so much that, that, uh, boys and men will, will test for very like deep dusky stones. Um, even, even baby boys, uh, Bridget's new nephew. Mm -hmm. It was incredible how, how dusky and almost woodsy and just this kind of like, misty kind of not mis I don't want to say mysterious but like that's what it made me think of was like like the woods and the fog and like I don't know it just had this boyish vibe I'm like yep. maybe like four days old and I'm doing this <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's already like this kind of this deep manly looking <laughs> looking creation where you know the one for his mom was lighter and uh more reds and pinks and you know much much lighter colors and yeah it's just so so cool it really is it really is I agree yeah I agree. yeah okay so where is the best way to get started or to find them or to find what you make how do we <laughs> how do we go about doing that well yes obviously talking to someone who knows what they're talking about is a good way to start like if you have a friend that is into it or, you know, if you want to talk to me, I'd happily talk about it. <laughs> you can go to my Instagram page at Hannah E. Fellows and you can find a whole series of uh, uh, highlights where I talk a lot about it and the things that I sell. 
Um, and if you have, if you're just curious, you just want some direction, um, always just feel free to message me and uh, I will answer anything you want to know. Um, if you have a local rock shop uh, or lapidary, that is a great place to go and get some crystals. And honestly, if you go to somewhere like that, um, avoid the shops that are like, <laughs> they've got like Reiki healing and they've got like incense burning and not that those places are bad by any means just they're not they're not gonna just be a basic rock shop if you can find a basic gemstone selling lapidary in your area that is the best place to go um and i highly recommend going and being able to touch them and look at them and just just pay attention you know to what you're drawn to and if you see one that you're like, oh my gosh, like that, I feel like it's not you know, speaking to me. I feel like I want to hold that. I feel like I want to touch that particular stone. Pay attention to that. Pick it up. See what it's good for. Um, a lot of places like that will have descriptions written down. I believe they have like a little card or a label or something where you can read about it. Or honestly, you can go on Pinterest. Pinterest is... <laughs> a surprisingly wonderful source of very simple graphics. Just search uh, the stone name and what it, what it means, like the meaning of it or something, and, or uses, and you will find a lot of very simple, basic descriptions that are incredibly helpful, and I, I go there a lot um, because there's very few books that I'd like recommend fully because of their content. Um, I'm okay, like, sifting through all that information, but for someone who's, like, a, you know, very much a beginner, just go to Pinterest. It's really, <laughs> it's really good, really easy to find, and, um, yeah, and if you, uh, have any specific needs or you want to be muscle tested, um, again, please, you know, message me. Um, I, I don't know offhand of anyone else that is doing that. There are a lot of people that sell gemstone jewelry um, as either just gemstone jewelry, crystal jewelry, uh, or just diffusers or anything like that. But I don't, I don't actually know of anyone that's doing it with muscle testing <laughs> or that has a very good Christian perspective. So if those things are important, um, definitely come talk to me because we can have a really good conversation about that. Um, and yeah, another, uh, good place to get if you just want to like make your own things or you just want to buy beads or anything like that. Um, there's lots of great sites. You can go to places like, uh, uh limabeads.com is a really good one. Cherry tree beads is a really good one. That's a lot, another place that I get a lot of my stones from. Um, yeah, there's, there's loads of really, really good resources for that. Um, occasionally you can find good stuff on Etsy if you want to, you know, find some good either already made pieces or just stones. Um, but those can get really expensive because Etsy's expensive. <laughs> so unless you really, really know what you're looking for, um, be careful on Etsy because you can get a lot of fake stuff as well. So you want to make sure it's like an actual genuine, genuine stones, um, that are, you know, you're not going to get stuck with a bunch of plastic or something <laughs> or something that's not real or, you know, get scammed by somebody. So preferably go through a genuine lapidary or genuine gemstone uh, retailer. So 
Yeah. Cool. 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 And I can testify, obviously I get all of my necklaces through Hannah and her prices are amazing compared to other places on Etsy and stuff like that. Like you had said, it, it, it's very expensive. So, um, I love, I love going through you and I can always ask questions and you can like, even be like, no, this would work so much better for that. And I, I love, you're just like a one-stop shop for all the resources with crystals. It's free. Like, no, Nicole, you don't actually need that. You need this other thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, I mean, I would way rather be corrected than buy the wrong thing, you know? Right, right. It can right. get expensive. Some of these, some yeah. of these things are, are spendy and right, right. currently trying to build up my arsenal. I really like the three inch balls and, um, I want to get some, I want to get an amethyst and a black tourmaline, but those are like 60 bucks. So yeah. 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 I mean, and they are, they are, you know, I don't want to say rare cause they do, you know, grow, but they do have to be mined and, um, it's, I, I can only imagine that it's not a very, uh, large market. Um, it is, it is a very, uh, small specific market. So yeah, it, you do. And you get what you pay for too. I don't want to make it seem like, you know, don't go buy the expensive things because you do get what you pay for. And if, if you find a piece of genuine amethyst, that's $60, like, yeah, I would buy that. <laughs> I would buy that because it is, it is definitely worth it to get good products, good you know, support local if you can, support small businesses if you can. Um, yeah, just, yeah, get good quality stuff. It'll, it'll make a difference too. You'll notice if you buy something real super cheap or super, you know, bad quality or whatever, um, you'll notice it's not as powerful as something that is of good quality. So that's, that's definitely the, what we're looking for as far as crystals go. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I've also noticed um, when I very first started out, I got a lot of my crystals off of Wish, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which most of their products come from China and stuff like that. Um, and because you're dealing with crystals that are carrying energy, my biggest concern with that was what is the energy of everyone who's handled this before me? You know, how much, what kind of energy has this picked up from past people? who may not be working in the best conditions and may not be being compensated like they should be like, that's going to be carried along with the crystal. And so that's something to pay attention to as well. Like you want to again, support good business, not just because you're supporting good business, but because you're going to be getting that energy residue from people as well. Right. Right. And most, most people who are, uh, you know, experts in this field, uh, they'll tell you to take your crystals home, no matter where you've bought them, whether it's at a store, um, wherever order them online whatever you want to at the very least set them in your home and let them absorb your energy for a little while because they've been absorbing everyone's energy in the store and you know whoever's touched the package in the mail etc um they they need to they need to cleanse they need to recharge so there's many different ways um, that you can recharge them. Most crystals are not friendly to water, so don't be sticking your stuff in it, sticking your crystals in water. Um, some of them are good under the sun, some are not. Uh, definitely do your research as far as that. Most of them are incredible under a full moon. 
which of course sounds a little hokey, but you consider the energies of the moon is just, I mean, people go into labor at a full moon. That's got to tell you something. So yeah, if you stick your crystals out and, you know, under the full moon, they, they can charge and cleanse that way. Um, even so much as burying them in the dirt, like you dig a little hole, remember where you, remember where you buried them, but that's an incredible way to recharge them and, uh, be able to use them better, have them work better for you and have a better effect on you is if they're, you know, cleansed of everybody else's energy and recharged properly. So that's a really good way to do that. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. And speaking of like, there's the handling of them. So my first necklaces that I ordered from Hannah, I did not order for myself. Um, she, you know, promotes them as postpartum or labor and delivery pregnancy, that kind of thing. And I had two people, two friends that were expecting. And so I was like, Oh, cool. That'd make an awesome gift. I ordered them and I popped it out of the bag and it hit my hand. And I was just like, no, this is mine. You could just feel the love and energy that she puts into the pieces she makes as well. And, um, it's very obvious every time, every time now I've ordered, I don't even know how many. <laughs> My testimony is on Hannah's Instagram as the hippie all decked out. Um, so, and that's not even all of my necklaces. But um, every time, that is like, it is my favorite thing. Whenever I get her package, you can just feel the love energy she's put into them. It's just amazing. Yeah, it, that, is, that is really, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I wanted to mention that. Um, when, I, when I get to muscle test people and when I get to make something, even if I'm not muscle testing, even if I'm just like, yeah, you need, you need an amethyst bracelet like now, um, or they know what they want or anything like that. And I get to make something custom for someone. It is truly my favorite thing. And when I started doing this, what was it? 10 months ago, or whatever, <laughs> eight months ago, I, I, I vividly said, like passionately said, like, I don't want to do custom work. Like the thought of custom work, is just like freaking me out and excuse me i mean it wasn't more than two or three months into to doing this work in this business that i was like yep i'm doing custom work now and it has become my absolute favorite thing like i don't even want to create anything until i am creating it for someone i still do that because that's that's what you do but oh my gosh when i get to create something specifically for someone i just get to sit and I mean like I'll put my phone away and I will like not do anything else and just sit there and I get to think about that person and I'm praying for them and just mulling over whatever it is they're going through and that I know that's where that comes from that feeling that you talk about like you just feel that power and that love coming through when you open it and you hold it for the first time it's like yeah it's because that's what I did the whole time I was creating it was was putting prayer and love into it. And it just, it is like, if I'm having a bad day, I know I need to go play with my crystals and create something for someone specifically because it just, it fills me with such joy and just totally changes my whole mindset and outlook and everything. It's just absolutely my favorite thing. So I'm grateful for those opportunities that I get to do that. That is so cool. That is so awesome. So awesome. Oh, cool. So, um, we will put a link to your Instagram page, um, in the show notes. Um, is that everything you wanted to share? Well, um, I did want to 
announced and Nicole's laughing at me. <laughs> I did want to announce that I am going to be um, releasing an Etsy shop and uh, I am, as you're, by the time you listen to this, the sale will be going. I'm going to be running a pre-Christmas sale. Um, you can find out more information about that on my Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. Um, same, same name, Hannah E. Fellows. Um, I have a website as well, which is also hannahefellows.com. Um, but I don't really have any information on the crystals there yet. Hopefully I will have the link up by the time this link for the Etsy shop up by the time this podcast plays. Um, but yeah, go check out my, my Etsy shop and my Instagram and, uh, message me if you have any questions. Awesome. Cool. So I will put links to all that in the show notes. And I, I just cannot encourage you more to, to go check it out. And the fact that she's having a pre-Christmas sale, seriously, you, like this is the best thing you could do for yourself for Christmas <laughs> with all the stress and the holiday stuff that's coming up. Trust me, you will want to wear them. And uh, I mean, I literally just as, as a testimony to Hannah, like she um, gave me a little bracelet as a gift. And when I go out to get together with girlfriends, I wear it because it literally helps with my social anxiety. And I know the differences when I, when I get together with friends, like you would think I wouldn't have any anxiety around friends, but like, I literally notice the difference in my visits when I'm wearing the bracelet versus when I'm not. So yep. Yep. with the holidays coming up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And they make great gifts, great stocking stuffers, Absolutely. all that. So absolutely. <laughs> Check her out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today on today's podcast, and we will see you back in a couple of weeks. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. If you'd like to know more about our programs or watch the podcast in video form, you can visit our websites. Where we also share links and resources concerning the different topics that we have discussed. Check me out at www.nicolehegstead.com. And check me out at www.bridgetmay.com. See, See you next time. time.